0: Well, yuck is the word for the humidity this morning. And it's going to be that way for the week, man, all week long. uh, We're looking at uh, highs in the 90s. Dropping into the 80s during as the week goes on, 90s today, and then 80s as the week goes on. But a good chance of rain in our forecast, at least here at the start of the week. Good morning, San Antonio, Trey 550 KTSA, FM 1071, Trey page, and the news page at KTSA.com. That's where you can hear the podcast and keep up with everything that's going on and stay connected. $27 billion class action lawsuit. The agencies, uh, law enforcement agencies, the manufacturer of the gun used in the massacre over in Uvalde, that's who is being sued. Attorney uh, Charles Bonner of Bonner and Bonner and Bonner and Bonner and Bonner. I don't know how many Bonners work there. Anyway, they're out of California. They've been here. They're going to file a class action lawsuit against anyone who had anything to do with any part of that. They're just going to come in and hang paper, he said. He said. We have the school, the police, Arredondo. we have the city police, we have the sheriffs, we have the Texas Rangers, the DPS, we have the Border Patrol. Of course, we have the gun manufacturer, we have Oasis Outback, where the gunman bought the weapon used in the shooting. I'm sure they're going to file against the actual ammunition that was used and maybe even the tires on the truck that got him there. There will be some institutional defendants as well, such as the school board, such as the city council, such as the city of Uvalde, Bonner said. They've been traveling the valley from their California office for weeks. The suit is being filed on the Constitutionality, as Bonner said, that their 14th Amendment rights were violated. People have a right to life under the 14th Amendment, he said. And what we're seeing here is that law enforcement agencies, they have a deliberate conscious disregard for that life, and that's why those folks are dead. We'll follow that one very closely for you and keep you updated on what's going on with that. On uh, Chuck Todd's show yesterday on nbc He says that Americans are angry, disappointed. Seventy-four percent say the country is on the wrong track. This is their new poll from NBC, that people are very disappointed. They're worried about the future of the country. Just 21 percent of adults say we're headed in the right direction. Three out of four Americans say we're on the wrong track. In fact, the number before this poll, it's never been over 70 percent. Now we're at 74 for this long. It's been a year now. Fifty-eight percent say America's best years are behind us. Uh, he says that Americans don't like either party, and they don't like anybody in power. They just don't like anyone, that Americans just don't like anyone, don't like anybody. You don't like your neighbor. You don't like the guy who's making your french fries. It's a similar story with both the current and former presidents as well, says uh, Chuck Todd. Of course, they've got to throw the former president in there because they can't just have you know the current president. Hate out there. Got to hate the other guy, too. Is the red wave crashing? Been talking about this for a long time. Now, new polling out says that the Democrats are surging ahead of the midterms. These polls from 538 and real clear politics now starting to show up, showing that Democrats are actually gaining on Republicans and that Republicans may not have the wipeout in the House and the Senate that has been talked about for quite some time, that the red wave may not actually happen. It may be the blue holding on. The latest data, separately tracked by 538 and Real Clear Politics, raising the question Can President Joe Biden's party defy expectations and deliver a middle of the road uh, outcome in November? Let me just dig into this just a little bit here. Uh, in this, they're taking the crucial generic ballot question. Now, that asks voters which party they would prefer to control Congress, not specific people, right? Democrats have been following behind Republicans on that general ballot since November of last year, one or two points, something like that. Uh, now they've reversed their luck slowly, and they have overtaken Republicans here at the start of this month. So now Democrats are actually ahead of Republicans on who you'd like to run Congress. Your thoughts at 210 599 Republicans and Democrats tied to the Real Clear uh, Politics average. Democrats took the lead from Republicans by one one percentage point in the average on Tuesday. I've been telling you all along, this thing is really, really close. Real close. Now, Mitch McConnell, he's basically, i you know, it's hard to figure this guy out. Sounds to me like he's just giving up and saying that, hey, we're not going to control the Senate. He said, I think there's probably a greater likelihood the House flips uh, than the Senate. Senate races are just different. They're statewide. Candidate quality has a lot to do with the outcome, he said. And uh, he doesn't anticipate that the Senate is going uh, to flip um, to the Republicans, you know, because it's, it's easier just to go on Fox News and be mad about something than it is to actually run something and affect change, right? And that's probably where Mitch is right now. But that earned him the ire of one Donald J. Trump. He said he's a broken-down hack, that McConnell's a broken-down hack. Asking the question, why do Republican senators allow a broken-down hack politician, Mitch McConnell, to openly disparage hardworking Republican candidates for the United States Senate? This is such an affront to honor and to leadership. He should spend more time and money helping them get elected and less time helping his crazy wife and family get rich from China. So what do you think? 210 599 55 how do you think the midterms are going to go all right we've got another police beating here up in arkansas it's the lead on all the news everywhere you turn officers suspended there's an investigation this viral video and i will tell you the video looks absolutely horrible with three arkansas law enforcement officers beating the snot out of this guy there won't be any riots because he's white just say that up front that's a, that's the a fact there won't be any screaming. There won't be any riots. Uh, what, what's his name? Benjamin Crump will not show up. There won't be any press conferences. There won't be any Reverend Al Shopton. That's not going to happen because the dude's white. His name is Randall Worchester. He's 27 years old. Apparently, uh, he got into it with the cops. Uh, one of the reports says he knocked one of the officers down. But then they just went Mike Tyson on him while he was down on the ground. And, hey, man, ah, wow. They were punching. They were kicking. All the stuff that I saw in the video, it's all alleged now, of course, right? Slamming his head against the concrete. Another officer appears to kick him in the lower body. A third officer restraining him while all this is going on. He was charged with second-degree battery after being released from the hospital, resisting arrest, refusal to submit, possessing an instrument of crime, and so on and so forth. Uh, but the officers themselves uh, nothing about what's going to happen to them yeah we got to talk about dennis rodman today dennis needed to get back in the news so we going to talk about him a little bit today did you see the explosion that took the daughter of putin ally alexander dugan we got to talk about that that was a massive explosion border crossers are getting health care free cell phones and a very expensive bed in New York City, being taken care of really well in New York City. So we're going to talk about that. And a story just to remind you, if you come out and you find something on your car that you didn't put there, just be very, very careful in touching whatever that is. We've got a story out of Houston that's very troubling. I'll tell you about it coming right up. Traffic and AccuWeather, too. Trey Ware, KTSA. find at KTSA.com. If you can't hear me, that's because you were there last night. And you were listening to this in your brain. I hear it was a great show. I hear they were all awesome. Well, good, 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 good. That's one of the reasons Captain Don Morgan is not here this morning. He's, uh, hey, it's, uh, 521 KTSA. It's, uh, very humid today. Thousand sunshine in and 96 and a couple of showers a little bit later on. Then tonight, humid and a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm. KTSA.com is where you can stay connected right now. we got our podcast up there, Treyware page, KTSA.com, and, of course, the news page, KTSA.com. Got all the info, the stories of the day. So Dennis Rodman says he has, quote, permission. I-, I have no idea what that means. Permission to travel to Russia to advocate for Brittany Griner's release from prison. Now, you remember he became good friends with Kim Jong-un, little Kim. And he said, i got permission to go to Russia to help that girl. I'm trying to go this week. NBC report did not specify who gave him permission because mm, Americans don't need special permission to travel to Russia as of right now. Now, your credit cards don't work. When you get over there, your bank cards and credit cards and all that, none of that works over in Russia at the time so anyway uh we're, we'll see if he's going to be able to you know pull anything off and uh, pull any strength and get her out of there and, and get her back the uh Biden administration is sticking with their original story which is hey we offered their greatest killer of all time and they didn't take the offer we wanted we wanted to give them their great killer so he could go back to killing people particularly americas and they didn't take us up on it they really want to keep her there speaking of killers and russia Vladimir Putin ally and advisor Alexander Dugin stood and watched as his 29-year-old daughter was blown to bits. Russian authorities now launching a murder investigation into a car bomb killing of Daria Dugina. Dugina died instantly on Saturday night. A bomb went off inside of her father's Toyota Land Cruiser. Obviously, he was the target. Her father is said to have inspired Putin's invasion of Ukraine. He was on the scene. A uh, video showed the Dugan in the apparent shock while it was going on. Of course, I mean, he just watched his daughter get blown up. He was supposed to be in that car with her, but he ended up in a different vehicle, according to the news outlet Baza. Often uh, called uh, Putin's brain, Dugin is a proponent of the Russian world and the new Russia and Russia taking over the world, and he's put together a lot of what we're seeing right now that's happening in Ukraine. Russian officials are implying that Ukraine is behind the attack. Obviously, that's the first place you would look, right? So, quote, if the Ukrainian trace is confirmed, then we are talking about the policy of state terrorism implemented by the Kiev regime, and that's from their foreign ministry spokesperson over in Russia. Ukraine desires any involvement in the uh, explosion that killed that young lady. Okay, so border crossers here in the United States arriving in New York on migrant buses uh, from us here in Texas. It's a nice little gift. We're sending them up that way. They are now being awarded health care services, free cell phones, and all kinds of little goody woodies. all paid for by you, the taxpayers. The hospital system held an event in New York yesterday for arriving border crossers. Welcome to your new country. This is your new country. They are then given health care services, free cell phones, food, library cards, school supplies, and anything else, clothing, etc., that they might need or want uh, paid for by U.S. of A. taxpayers. In addition to the free goodies... Thousands of border crossers expected to be housed in luxury hotel rooms across Manhattan. Now, at the moment, the Manhattan uh, prices are through the roof to get, you know, just a one little flat, one little room. But they're putting them up in nice, luxurious hotel rooms. New York City Cardinal Timothy Dolan also said that Catholic Charities is working to enroll the young border crossers in high-priced Catholic schools. You get a you get a Catholic education for free as well. All you got to do is come to America. Oh, you also have to promise you're going to vote Democrat. Every year, taxpayers are billed more than $143 billion to subsidize the cost of the illegal aliens who are here. That is certainly going up because the numbers are flying high. New York City officials will enroll at least 1,000 young border crossers, most of whom arrived on those migrant buses, in public schools across the five boroughs. The city is grappling with uh, you know, overcrowding in the schools, as we are here in Texas, and now they're trying to figure out where they're going to put these children, but they will put them. There's about 1,000 of them they're going to put in there. Meanwhile, it's DACA 2.0. Over the weekend, the Biden administration released 250,000, 250,000 unaccompanied illegal immigrant children into the United States. Currently, we have 800,000 dreamers that Obama brought here. Biden is creating a whole new wave, and he's starting with 250,000 the next group of dreamers that are going to be here. But over in Eagle Pass, Texas, all field operations within the Border Patrol's Del Rio sector were suspended due to overcrowding at processing facilities over the weekend, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection. The absence of agents performing their border security mission noticeable. Migrants crossed the Rio Grande looking for somebody to turn themselves into. <laughs> Where's the guys with the badges? The stinking patches. Where are the guys that want the guys with the badges? Because what they do is they come and they turn themselves in, and that's how they get the free stuff from you and me. And so there was nobody to turn themselves into because the border is now being left completely unattended. Why? Well, Breitbart, Texas, posted along with several of the busiest crossing points that were on the Rio Grande Eagle Pass, migrants continued to surrender to Department of Public Safety Troopers, soldiers from the Texas Army National Guard, and even attempting to surrender to Breitbart, Texas, reporters who were down there. Who are you? I'm from Viper. I surrender. Foo-bar, foo-bar, foo-ba, foo-ba, foo, bar, foo, bar, foo, bar, foo, bar, foo bar. All agents received a radio broadcast yesterday morning. Took them off the field. Took them off. Come in. Come in. Everybody come in. Everybody in. Huddle up advising the agents to report to their respective stations to address the 2,500 migrant detainees awaiting processing. We got a long line over here. We got to hurry this line along. And they processed them and then quickly released them in the United States. Most of them are right here in San Antonio right now, waiting on their bus and aeroplane. At a local non-government shelter in Eagle Pass, multiple busloads of processed migrants were released by the Border Patrol throughout the morning carrying probably 50 migrants on the buses brought right here to San Antonio so they could be distributed all over the place. This is the biggest mess we have ever seen when it comes to the border because when we don't have agents on the border doing their job and they're nothing more than processing folks. And there's nobody out there watching the border? Well, that means more people are coming across. That means more terrorists are coming across. That means more gangbangers are coming across. And that means more fentanyl made to look like candy is coming across to kill our children. This is the border that Joe Biden created on purpose. The Biden administration did this on purpose to replace and to change the face of the United States of America. And they're doing it. Drip by drip, person by person, bit by bit. And in less than a decade, this country will be a poor third world country. That's where we're headed in less than a decade. The United States will not be rich. You will not enjoy the things that you enjoy now, like going and seeing all those great concerts last night. We are going to be a poor third world country if this is not stopped. If this is allowed to continue... People who are staring at red brake lights right now working are eventually going to age out of the population and be replaced by people from third-world countries who have no skills. And we will be a third-world country. We are well on our way. American workers have refused to return after COVID. Many of them have not gotten back to their jobs. Many employers can't get them to come back. And, uh, and American workers are being replaced by those from a third world country. It is the people that make up the country, not the country that makes the people. So in less than 10 years, less than a decade, the United States will be a poor third world country if this is not stopped. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. And it's 538. Trey Ware here, KTSA. Stay connected. 550 KTSA FM one oh seven one. Trayware page KTSA.com. News page KTSA.com. That's where you can follow along and see what's going on in your world. Well well, we got a new report out from the Tax Foundation about this thing called the Inflation Reduction Act. Ha <laughs> ha uh, Well it's not very funny because it's gonna cost us they're gonna print up at least seven hundred and seventy billion dollars out of thin air, right? Which devalues the money. The more of it you print up, the more it devalues, right? But what we're finding out now, it's uh, poised to reduce after-tax incomes for Americans across every income bracket, according to this weekend report from the Tax Foundation. You do remember that when this was being debated, oh, no, nobody under 400000 is going to be audited. Nobody under 400000 is going to pay one cent more. Nobody under, and I kept saying that's just absolutely not true, because as you tax businesses, and yes, they're going to squeeze businesses because they're going to make it harder to do business while they're taxing them more, especially when it comes to drugs, medication. They're going to make it harder to sell their product while they're taxing them more. They're going to be removing the incentive for a lot of these companies. But anyway, the Tax Foundation found that on average, tax filers in every quintile will experience a drop in after-tax incomes. Despite the repeated promises from Biden administration officials, liars all... Saying the taxes for individuals under uh, 400000 will not rise. No one, let me emphasize, no one, no one, no one earning less than 400000 a year will pay a penny more in federal taxes, Joe Biden said, when he signed the legislation on Tuesday. Of course, he really is not conscious anymore. And you can tell that by looking at him. So whatever he's saying is just basically written there. And we've got another story about Ron Klain. The guy I keep telling you is actually running this country with Susan Rice. Barack Obama and Valerie Jarrett. We'll get into that in a couple. Because Ron Klain and, and Susan Rice are now admitting that pretty much. Tell you about that in a second. Beyond the tax implications of the law, inflation is expected to rise. Now, this was the Inflation Reduction Act. But I said all along, when you start putting more money out into the system, more money, especially government money, which is taxpayer money, causes inflation it's like throwing gasoline on inflation fire so there's going to be new and expanded government programs the government is going to be bigger they're going to expand the governments that they have the government uh, programs that they have now they're going to create new programs out of all this they're going to do a lot of green stuff with this which is all new spending on new things that are going to drive inflation up not down by spending this is from the actual tax foundation report a quote by increasing spending the bill worsens inflation especially in the first four years if you remember after the bill was signed the guy who got it done joe manchin from west virginia was asked by a reporter from fox news when are we going to see inflation come down he said Oh, not right away. It's not like you flip a switch. It's probably going to take 10 years. 10 years. This was one of the biggest scams to ever be pulled on the American people, and it's going to cost us all. I don't care if you're washing dishes at gyms or if you're flying around the world on a luxury airliner to get on your yacht in the Mediterranean. Everybody, everybody is going to get hit hard by this. You're going to be bringing home less money due to this act that they passed last week and Joe Biden signed. And that's not just me saying that. I have been saying it for a long time. I have followed this game long enough for 50 years. I've seen what works, and I've seen what doesn't work. This doesn't work for the American people. This is going to be a boondoggle that's going to cost us all. But now you've got other organizations, such as the Tax Foundation, and I could list them. The CBO, which is nonpartisan, they have said the exact same thing. Citizens Against Government Waste, Grover Norquist over at the Tax Policy Institute, and so many others have said the exact same thing. All of us are going to pay more taxes. All of us are going to be bringing less money home. And the only ones are going to be making a bunch of money is a bigger government growing the size, power, and scope of Washington, D.C., which grows their power over us. And if inflation isn't high enough right now, well, let's take a look at this number from the Wall Street Journal and the Brookings Institute. The Brookings Institute is a left-wing organization, so they're going to try to make this look as good as they can, but they can't make it look all that good. Facts are facts. Numbers are numbers. Wall Street Journal reporting. That the analysis of inflation and what it costs to raise a child now, $311,000 to raise a a child in today's economy. That's just today. As inflation continues to grow and go up, as we see increased inflation from things like the Inflation Reduction Act, the cost for raising children is going to go up even more. Works out to an average average. Up $19,000 a year to raise a child born after 2015. That's up 9% than two years ago when Donald Trump left office. Soaring food prices are up 13% in one month, 16% for the year. That's the biggest driver in cost to raise a child is the cost of food. But if you have children, especially young men who are athletic, I don't have to tell you that, you know what you're spending. And it's a huge amount of money. And it's only going up from here. As long as these Democrats remain in power and can continue to control, have the levels of power in Washington, D.C., over your life and the economy, it's only going to go up from here. 544, Trey Ware, KTSA.
1: The Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline.
0: It's 5.50, good morning, and welcome to Monday. Monday, the 22nd, Trey Ware, 5.50, KTSA, FM 1071. Trey Ware page, KTSA.com, and the news page, KTSA.com. That's where you'll find our podcast. That's where you'll find what's going on in your world. Uh, Check back frequently and all the time. If you want to say the pledge, we'd love to have you do so. We play it every morning on 5.50 and 6.50. Uh, just keeping it out there, keeping it alive, and we'd love to have you be a part of it. You can call 210-599-5555, and we will record you saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Please and thank you. appreciate that very much. If you'd like to do it on your phone and email it to me, Trey at KTSA, T-R-E-Y, Trey at com. Adam, fire away, man. You're on.
1: Thank you, Trey. Good morning. You know, I can't believe people would keep on voting Democrat Like, they're okay with an open southern border. You know, it can only go on so long, like you said, Trey, before you go bust. You know, the the Roman Empire fell because they couldn't control their borders. And the way they not only ignore, you know, this dangerous crime wave, uh, Trey, they help criminals and throw police under the bus. You know, and if the FBI and the DOJ was attacking Democrats and protecting, uh, you know, criminal behavior from the Republicans, the reverse of what they're doing now, I wouldn't support it at all, you know persecuting people because of their you know political beliefs is just un-american you know and this fake bs how they're fighting you know their invisible racism every day you know there is racism going on every day but now it's reversed and they completely ignore it you know these people are sick and they're going to destroy our country and i hope they realize it but i guess they don't care all
0: right thank you adam uh there's been about a 45 almost a 50-year plan uh, to uh, slowly transform the United States into a third-world country that can, can be trolled by, uh, they call themselves elite. I don't think there's anything elite about them, right? The ruling class is what you can call them, uh, where the middle class will be will absolutely, uh, just actually disappear. There won't be a middle class. So you're going to have a ruling class of people who are in power. They will decide what happens. I know this sounds far-fetched for the United States, but, folks, that is the point of what's going on at our border right now. The border, what's happening here with the complete and utter collapse of the border and the Border Patrol agents yesterday being taken off the line and put into buildings so that they could process people, leaving the border wide open for anybody who wants to come across and, of course, all the fentanyl and all the other drugs that are being uh, brought across here. This is a plan. This is not being done on accident. This is not something that, oh, we're just overwhelmed. This has been planned in order to... Uh, bring the United States to a point of a third-world country, a very poor third-world country. It's going to probably take the best demographers that I read, that I study, say it's going to take about 10 years. It might happen sooner than that uh, for the United States to actually become a very poor third-world country where we have a ruling class of people. That would be the Bill Gates and the people like that, the, the Elon Musk and, you know, all those folks. And then, of course, the politicians, they're in power as well. And then the rest of us who serve them and the rest of us who basically totally depend on them. That's where America is headed right now. Part of this uh, thing that they signed last week will actually disincentivize uh, many corporations to try new things, to test out new things, to take risks, because their tax bill, their tax burden for taking those risks and becoming successful will be too prohibitive In other words, one of the reasons we're so successful in the U.S. is because you have people who take risks and they try new things because the reward can be unbelievable. They can also go broke, and that happens. But the reward can be unbelievable. Well, now the government says, we're going to take your reward. Well, why are you going to to risk new things? So that's what's happening to your country. And slowly but surely, uh, you you know, hardworking American citizens are being replaced, by folks from third world who have very limited skills, very limited skills. And that's going to transform this country into a poor third world nation. And we're going to be dependent on the, on the ruling class above us. It's happening every single day. Uh, they have increased the numbers that are coming in to where it's basically unlimited now. And that's what's happening. It's going to be probably uh, a decade or less if they continue at this pace, if they're not, if it's not stopped by another president such as a Trump who will stop it, if it's not stopped, it could take even less than a decade to totally transform this country from one of the richest, most prosperous nations on the planet to one of the poorest. And that's where we're headed. Check this story out. Have you ever come out into the parking lot after being inside of say a restaurant or somewhere and something's on your car of course we've we've all seen it maybe somebody put a card in the windshield wiper or in the door or something like that you know lawn services by so-and-so whatever right we've all seen that happen and what do we do we just grab it a lot of people throw it down because i see it in the parking lot other people will throw it in the car and then throw it away when they get home well aaron Mims was at a Houston restaurant celebrating her birthday. When she went back to get in her car, a napkin was stuffed in the in the door. She said she threw the napkin away, just t- 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 you know, took it out of the door and threw it away. Didn't think about it. She said, I just threw it out. I opened the door with the tips of my fingers, and I asked my husband, did you put a napkin in the door? He said, no. Well, I went back into the restaurant. She washed her hands before getting back into the car. But then she said that her fingers began to tingle. The symptoms became progressively worse. In about five minutes, she said, my whole arm started tingling. I started to feel numb, and I couldn't breathe. I started to get hot flashes, and my chest was hurting. My heart was beating really fast. She went to the hospital, obviously, and doctors got urine samples and blood tests, and CAT scan and all that, and they said her vitals were just all over the place. They were chasing her vitals. Then the doctor came in and said, you were poisoned. There wasn't enough in the system to determine what the poison was, but it was acute poisoning from an unknown substance. Whatever was on that napkin was intentional. Now, the doctor said the incident sounds like a failed kidnapping attempt, like, you know, they expected her to maybe pass out right there and somebody was there to kidnap her. We do know Houston is a hotbed for sex trafficking and, and human trafficking as well. Uh, Part of having the border issue that we have right now. We know that Houston is big, 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 kind of like the epicenter for all of that. So was it tied to that? We just don't know. But all that says is, folks, you got to be very careful and talk to your kids who are out there driving as well. Extremely humid this morning. Uh, Clouds and sunshine today. About 96. Rain is in the forecast, though. 78. Right now, Trey Ware, KTSA. (laughs) 7-1. Welcome to a new week. It is August 22nd. And as we go through these headlines, any of them you want to talk about, the phones are always open at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Trey Ware here on the KTSA.com Trey Ware page and the news page at KTSA.com. And thanks for listening. You always get the podcast there anytime you want to check it out. Democrats are gaining ground on Republicans. That's what the polling is now showing. The latest data coming from FiveThirtyEight and Real Clear politics raising the question, can President Joe Biden's party defy expectations and deliver a middle-of-the-road outcome in November? So what we're talking about here is the general ballot or generic ballot question. So it's, you know, which party? It's not any you know, specific person. Which party would you like to control Congress? Democrats have trailed Republicans since last November. And that's only been by one or two points. Well, they've reversed it, slowly but surely, and now they have overtaken Republicans, and now Democrats are ahead of Republicans one or two percentage points. Do you believe that? Is that reality? Republicans and Democrats are tied in the real clear clear politics average. Democrats took the lead from Republicans one percentage point in the RCP average uh, last Tuesday, and they're hanging on to that lead right now. Mitch McConnell seemed to signal that. Last week when Mitch said, well, I think there's a greater than likelihood chance that the House flips to the Senate. Senate races are just different. They're statewide. Candidate quality has a lot to do with the uh, other guy. In other words, uh, he doesn't think that Republicans are going to take the Senate, which he'll probably kind of like because it's much easier just to go on to Fox News and complain than it is to actually run something and do something. Now, uh, Donald Trump is calling Mitch McConnell a broken-down hack. He says, why do Republican senators allow a broken-down, hack politician, Mitch McConnell, to openly disparage hard-working Republican candidates for the United States Senate? It's such an affront, uh, honor to leadership. He should spend more time and money helping them get elected. Now, look, here's the deal. There's a transformation happening and has been going on ever since Trump came down the escalator in the Republican Party. The old Bush-Cheney Republican Party is going away and being replaced by some new ones. The old Bush-Cheney Republican Party, they didn't really care if they were in the majority or not. And when they were in the majority, remember, they didn't do anything. They certainly did not live up to their promises. And, friends, that's why they're being ch- changed out. That's why they're losing their seats. That's why this new crop of Trump folks is, is coming into being. And I'll give you a, a, a prime example, you know, from the news now is Liz Cheney. She represents that old line, her dad's th- way of thinking, George W. Bush Republican. And look where she is now. She's without a job. But it's not like she's just going to go away quietly. She announced over the weekend, and I've always believed that all this stuff on that J6 committee was one thing, meant one thing to her and one thing only, and that's to run against Donald Trump in 2024. That's all. And it's becoming very clear. Over the weekend she has announced a new PAC, political action committee. She's got that seven million dollars from her campaign. She's going to that's going to be seed money in this PAC, where she's going to go specifically after Republicans like Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, and Ron DeSantis. You see something, you see a pattern here? The old Bush, Cheney Republicans, right? going after the new crop of Republicans who represent the American people. Whether it's Ron DeSantis or Josh Hawley or Ted Cruz or whoever, and now you've got the actual Republican swamp, the do-nothings, that for time and time again, whenever they were voted in power, they were such a disappointment to conservatives across this country, because they're not conservatives. They are the swamp. How many times have I said, as somebody who doesn't wear a blue or a red jersey, as somebody who's said, I don't have a letter after my name, that they play for the same team. They just wear a different color shirt during the game. But they're playing for the same team. I'm talking about the Bush-Cheney Republicans. They're playing for the same team that Obama's playing for, uh, that Biden is playing for. They're all on the same team. That's why this country is where it is today because they've been working together for years and years. Remember Paul Ryan? Remember John Boehner? Remember what great disappointments they were? Oh yeah, we're gonna get in there and we're gonna get rid of Obamacare and we're gonna go get you know reform the tax system and we're gonna cut taxes. No, they, they did none of the above. None of the above. And Mitch McConnell is in uh, on that as well. He's one of them. Liz Cheney, for a long time, has wanted to run against Donald Trump. So that's why she took the seat on the J6 committee to set her up as a prominent Republican in opposition to Donald Trump so that when she runs, everybody will know she'll have the position already staked out that she's not a Trump Republican. And now, beginning this uh, new pack. Uh, with $7 million and immediately going after Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, and Ron DeSantis and saying they are not fit to be the president. You know, exactly. I, I mentioned this last week when she lost and she did that. Uh, she you know, was in Wyoming in front of the mountains of Wyoming and the rolling hills, and the American flag was behind her the way it was. And that's very scripted uh, concession speech that she gave. I said at that time, right there is her first presidential commercial. And, in fact, the guy who has put together the J6 hearings for TV was there, the producer from ABC and Disney, he was there filming it for that one purpose. So she is going to run as the old line uh, Republicans trying to bring them back and trying to get rid of this new breed of republicans that are running right now and they're doing all that they can that's where this new thing about and that's why mitch mcconnell's in on it this new thing about the red wave is not going to happen the red wave is not going to happen there will be no red wave in november well we're going to see we'll see if if people will actually show up in november and cause the red wave to happen we'll see but it's very clear The civil war that's going on right now is not between Republican and Democrats. It's between Republicans and Republicans. It's the old Republicans who are snapping back now and trying to destroy, absolutely destroy, the new wave of Republicans that are really very conservative, are very constitutional, and they want to return America back to its greatness. The Cheneys and the Bushes of the world, they won't have that. They will not play along with returning America back to greatness. They don't think we're a great country. They don't want us to be a great country. They want us to be exactly. They want us to be on the road that we're on right now. All right. Uh, when we come back in a couple of minutes, I got some stunning uh, news about the car business that I want to go through with you. If you're thinking about buying a new car, or if you're thinking about buying even an electric car or whatever, uh, the stories I've got three of them for you in our next segment. I'm going to walk you through. Pretty. Uh, I-, I had no idea that this was going on. Uh, until I started to dig into this over the weekend. I'm like, are you serious? They're actually doing this with the new cars? I haven't bought a new car in years, sort of on the lookout for one. You know, I don't buy them new. I always buy used cars. But I haven't even been in the marketplace for years. Our car, I don't know, I think it's a 2013, and we bought it used. 2012, 2013, and we bought it used. So we've had it for a long time. And I just right now started to look for something new. So I'm starting to dig into some of the stories about cars. Whoa, this is really out there. So we'll talk about that uh, coming up here. And the phones are always up at 210-599-5555. Uh, my friend, Dr. Mark Capricorn, at River City Oral Surgery. River City Oral Surgery can take care of all of your oral surgery needs. Whether you need to have your, as you know, extractions done, wisdom teeth taken out. Maybe you got a kiddo that's going through that right now, and they need to have their wisdom teeth taken out. You can trust a great surgeon. He is an M.D. That's Dr. Mark Havercorn at River City Oral Surgery to do what's right. In fact, he does so much of this stuff. He has uh, admitting privileges, privileges at hospitals because he's a surgeon. So he does a fantastic job with people who who have these issues. If you have missing teeth, you don't want to go for long that way because your facial structure actually changes based on the number of teeth in your jaw. You want to get those implants put in there. And they can not only do one or two implants, if that's what you're looking at, and the price is right there on the website, but they can do all on fours, top and bottom as well. Simply call 210 778 0002. His prices are right on the website for all to see at RiverCityOMS.com. He's a great guy, Dr. Mark Abercorn at River City Oral Surgery. That's River City Oral Surgery, RiverCityOMS.com. All right, here is that AccuWeather forecast for today. Clouds and sunshine with a high near 96, and then tonight, humid, a couple of showers, and a heavy thunderstorm around. Tomorrow, humid, a couple of showers, and a heavy thunderstorm, and there could be some flash flooding with a high about 87. And Wednesday, humid with a couple of showers, especially late in the day at about 88. 78 right now, KTSA. Good morning. Yuck. very humid this morning <laughs> but 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 that means the atmosphere is real juicy and we're probably going to get us some rain at some point a little bit later on today and tomorrow for sure and that's a very good thing we have been so dry for so long uh, 78 degrees right now at ktsa I invite you to head on over to the website ktsa.com the news page ktsa.com that's where you're going to find the stories that we're talking about and then of course the trayware page ktsa.com as well um so <laughs> i haven't bought a car in a while we tend to get one car and just drive and drive and drive that one car uh nancy and i look at cars as something to get you from a to b and i don't need a car for my self-image you know anything like that i don't have to have anything fancy just give me something that's going to get me there i uh, reliability is what matters to me and Ease of keeping it up. Now, I've got friends that have the fancy Camaros and the real coolest, that, you know, the latest truck and all that. I got no problem with that. That's, uh, that's all right, man. If, you, if that's your thing, cool. Uh, but it's just never been my thing. I'd rather just jump on a motorcycle and play around that way or something like that. But we are now at a point with this car. It's getting a little older, you know. It's got 100 and, I don't know, 120,000 or something on it. So it's time to start taking a look at at something new. And we never really buy totally new. We've always bought kind of (laughs) new, you know, a year old or something like that. Now, that may change this time. I'm open to, you know, whatever. But the car business is changing so much. There's a huge revolution, and you don't need me to tell you that. You know that there's a revolution going on in the car business right now. Uh, All this change to uh, EVs, right? And they are going to force you into an electronic vehicle. It's going to happen. And it's going to come to a point where you won't be able to buy an internal combustion engine vehicle uh, soon. I mean, uh, you know, within years. And one of the ways they're going to do it, let me give you a couple of stories here. And a few of these stories have been blowing my mind lately when I look at this. I don't know if you are uh, familiar with ESG. That's basically a rating that is being used primarily for businesses now. But we're all going to have an ESG score much like your credit score, right? And the greener you are and the more green business that you do personally and all of that, your ESG score is going to be higher. And if your ESG score is higher, then you're going to be able to participate in more things. You're going to be able to buy certain products that you wouldn't be able to buy or do otherwise. I know it sounds weird. But it's happening right now for corporations and it's about to happen for us personally. In China, they call it a social score. If you behave well, you get a high social score and you get more privileges in China. That's, they're working that here. Let me give you an example. In Australia, they, uh, an Australian bank, leading bank in Australia, announced this week it's going to stop funding loans for new gas and diesel cars. They're, they want you to buy a, an electric vehicle. So you just will not be able to get a loan for a gas or a diesel car. They said, the bank did, ultimately our announcement today is the beginning of a conversation with our customers and a signal that if you're considering buying a new car, you better think seriously about an electric vehicle because you won't be able to get the financing for uh, an internal combustion engine, right? Uh, Your ESG score is going to be considered for your loans in the future you're looking at a mortgage for a house if you're looking for a, you know car loan or you know, home improvement loan or whatever just how green are you and that'll determine whether or not you're going to be able to get the the loan so Elon Musk has announced that the self-driving systems in the Teslas are going to increase to $15,000 in September the full self-driving system known as the FSD will increase to $15,000 on September 5th. He made that announcement on Saturday. The cost of this system is 12000 right now and $199 a month. But as they download the new one, that's going to cost you $15,000, and I don't know what that's going to play into per month, which takes me to this news story that shocked me as I've been uh, digging around looking for new vehicles auto giants BMW GM Toyota Ford etc are looking at making drivers subscribe for basic features the way your vehicle is now obviously you buy it take it out the door and you just you can use all the basic features on there i mean you may pay a little extra for your satellite radio right but you're not paying to turn the radio on and you're not paying to heat the seats or cool the seats if you have a cooling You're not paying for the air conditioning in the car or the backup camera or hands-free or additional passengers or to use cruise control because that's all on there, right? For now. But that's all changing. BMW just announced that they're going to charge car owners $18 a month to turn on the heated seats. $18 a month if you want to turn on a feature that's in your car called heated seats. You see, what auto manufacturers are realizing is the car, with all these features and stuff now, it it's a, rec- a source of recurring revenue, not just one time out the door and they get a couple of grand out of you. No. It, it, recurring revenue. They can set it up where they can charge you for the various items that are there. And this is going to be very interesting in electronic vehicles. General Motors recently started requiring buyers of Buick, GMC, and Cadillac Escalade vehicles to pay $1,500 for the mandatory option of buying three years of OnStar. You can't you can't say it's optional. You have to take OnStar now, and it costs you $1,500. Toyota is charging $8 a month to remotely start vehicles using the key fob. Now, that had been free. Volkswagen, Porsche, Audi, they're all going that same direction. As manufacturers are looking for recurring revenue out of every vehicle, General Motors has told investors it will, it's going to generate up to twenty-five billion in software and services subscription revenue annually. And most automakers are looking at the car for subscription services, for the for the basics of the car. Tesla charges nine ninety-nine a month to access music streaming, satellite maps, and other features. Two hundred dollars a month, twelve thousand dollars to the for the full self-driving option. I was just telling you about this going up to fifteen thousand. Consumers have subscription fatigue right now. That's costing Netflix a lot of money right now. But 25% of American car buyers say they would potentially be willing to pay extra for subscription car features, according to Cox Automotive Survey. In a TikTok video showing BMW locking basic features like speedometer and radio and demanding a monthly fee. Premier membership. You want your speedometer to work? You want the radio to work? You have to pay us a monthly fee. And according to Consumer Reports, BMW is requiring car owners to pay $12 a month to access a safety feature called high-beam assistant. That automatically dims the headlights. And the experts now in the automobile business say there's no way this is not coming to your basic, basic car. Comparing the change to how airlines have increasingly hit consumers with fees for services That were previously free and the experts are saying that drip by drip people coming uh, are becoming more accepting of this kind of thing so charge you for everything ac heat radio backup camera hands free uh, you know like talking on the phone additional passengers you want the passenger door to unlock so somebody can get in Pay the fee. Cruise control, lane warning, brake assist, and the ultimate one when it comes to an electronic vehicle, start it. That you pay a subscription fee and you get a certain number of starts per month. This is all going on. And with electronic vehicles, they control it all. They can turn it off wherever they want to, and they control every aspect of your vehicle, from the A.C. and the heat to the radio to unlocking and locking and every last bit of it. So they're going to nickel and dime you to death with, these, uh, with the new cars. All right, quick break i want to tell you about our friends over at Pecos Fence Company. Good guys at Pecos Fence Company take care of all your fencing needs. If you've got a fence that's kind of shoddy, old, looks like it's worn out, you know, it's about to fall down, whatever, call our friends over at Pecos Fence Company. They'll get somebody right out. Their phone number is 210-655-5656, and they'll get you a free estimate of what it's going to take to replace your fence or repair the one that you have now at 210-655-5656. Experience makes all the difference in the world. They've been doing this forever over at Pecos Fence Company. They always charge the best price for you. And they got a great group of guys that are doing the work over there. But if you choose to, you know, do your own labor, do it yourself, maybe get some friends over there, Pecos is cool with that. You don't have to hire their laborers. You can buy the materials from them. They'll talk with you about the best way to do the job and then get out there and get after it yourself. Just whatever it takes to make you happy when it comes to your fencing needs throughout Texas, Pecos is the best in Texas. That's Pecos Fence Company. 210 655 5656. Hi. Sure do need the rain that's headed our way. Come on, baby. We'll take it. We need it. Been so dry, and it looks like we're going to get some in the area. Not everybody, not, not complete washout. But there could be some flash flooding in some spots as well. Preyware here on KTSA 210 599 210 599 55. Well, one year. After the U.S. withdrawal, which was just awful, terrible. I mean, it was one of the worst foreign policy blunders that this country has ever been involved in at the hands of Joe Biden. We got out of Afghanistan last last year, leaving the country in the hands of the Taliban, vast quantities of military equipment there, China and Russia, China and Russia are now cultivating ties with Afghanistan. New government report came out over the weekend. The White House's military retreat has empowered Russia. Even as Joe Biden steers billions of dollars in aid to Ukraine, he, he actually is helping, he's helping Russia. Russia and China are now in Afghanistan. And we're continuing to send your dollars over there, $567 million of your taxpayer dollars flowing into afghanistan right now while russia and china move in and now they're kind of taking over afghanistan the weapons that we left behind since 2005 the u.s spent nearly 19 billion on weapons and equipment for afghanistan military forces seven billion dollars was left there now in the taliban's hands now in russia and china's hands four billion worth of tactical vehicles like humvees mraps nearly a billion dollars of aircraft 316,000 weapons worth 500 million china and russia now have their hands on our weapons that joe biden left in afghanistan and now our two biggest enemies on planet earth are in there with our weapons and forming an alliance with afghanistan all right let me go to the phone elvis good morning you're on ktsa
1: good morning uh, i was just wondering about you, uh with a car dealers are going to charge uh, so many things for options um i'm going to charge them every time i step on a dealer's lot i'm going to charge them every time they send something to my house i'm going to charge them every time i read a billboard i'm going to charge them every time i see a tv
0: commercial sound who? even who are you going to charge how's that going to work i mean i i, I think it's great I think it's a great idea but how's that going to work i'm
1: just i'm just gonna send him a bill you're gonna send him a well, bill and okay
0: that's,
1: that's it and if they don't uh i'll just place a lien on the dealership
0: yeah okay all right elvis thank you man i appreciate your call uh what he's talking about if you're just now tuning in the last half hour i was talking about this new thing that's going on now and i got uh so, some more confirmation during the half hour news there from people in the car business saying oh no it's real it's true that we've been looking at vehicles right now and as I've been researching those vehicles, what's happening now in this big move to electronic vehicles, and, and some some of these vehicles already, you know, even though it may not be an electronic engine like a Tesla, uh, you you still have these services that you're having to pay for. And what the auto manufacturers are moving toward right now is monthly subscription services for all of these features that you considered – yours when you bought the car but oh no you got to pay monthly service charge for these a monthly subscription for these things so if you want to be able to start your car as an example when it's an electronic car you know one of the things don morgan told me about his tesla is that his wife can turn it off by her phone um, it automatically feeds the info to the insurance company of how fast you're driving, how slow you're driving, and all those kind of things. That's all going to be on that ESG score I was telling you about, and you're going to be rated on your ESG score up. nope you're not green enough, so we can't give you a loan for a home. Seriously, that's all coming. And right now, over in Australia, they're going to stop giving car loans for internal combustion engines. It's going to have to be an electronic vehicle if you want to get a car loan. At the biggest bank over in Australia, and then if you want to use cruise control, you're gonna have to pay a monthly fee. If you want to turn the radio on, I'm not talking about a subscription to a radio service like Sirius XM. I'm talking about just have the radio work. Turn it on. You're gonna have to pay a monthly fee. (laughs) If you (laughs) if you want to. Heat the seats if it's got a heat a heated seat you know, warmer. You're going to have to pay a monthly. BMW is charging eighteen dollars a month, eighteen bucks a month for the seat warmers. This is what's happening with the what they're looking at is instead of a one time out the door and they make a one time charge off of you, recurring charges off of your vehicle now. Subscription fees. Hey Tony, go ahead. You're on KTSa. Yeah, I just wanted to say, why don't you just tell the truth? This is stupid and dumb. Uh, I mean, these ideas are extremely uh, stupid. I mean, uh, do these people really think that you're going to get rid of all these gasoline engines, these combustion engines? It's stupid. And uh, instead of going through all this
1: uh, stuff that you're talking about, just say it's stupid because that's all it is.
0: Well, I do it all the time, Tony. I say that all the time
1: okay thank you (laughs)
0: because it is stupid i say it all the time but it doesn't mean they're not going to do it tony they have all the cards and when the banks stop giving loans and when the banks consider esg scores for what you're going to get good luck when they totally remove internal combustion engines from the marketplace which is exactly the direction they're headed Good luck. So we can sit here and we can call it stupid. And I, I listen. I, I do that all the time. It is a stupid move, but that's exactly where they are headed. But as I said, Tony, and I guess you weren't paying much attention when I said it, but I said they're doing it already. GM is making you buy OnStar on several of their vehicles right now. It's not an option, and it's costing people eighteen hundred dollars for OnStar and right now BMW if you want to heat your seats they're charging you $18 a month they're doing it already with an internal combustion engine now we can call it stupid but I'm presenting the facts they're actually doing this this is actually what's going on in today's world and I happen to believe and again this is stupid right on Tony it's stupid man it's stupid but I happen to believe that the government is going to control when, when you have an electric vehicle, and you will, and you will, when you do, the government is going to control when and where you can go because they can turn it on and off. They will decide whether or not you take that family vacation to Yellowstone. It's that simple. Yes, it's stupid, Tony. You're right. It is stupid. I agree. And it's un-American. I agree with that, too, boy. Certainly un-American. But that's where we're headed. Have a good day. I would say, my friends over at Amogee Bank, your family bank is Amogee Bank, and they really are. They're always involved in the community, always making San Antonio and Texas a better place, not just for their customers, but for our entire community. That's what Amogee is all about, making our communities better. And Amogee does that primarily through the way they do business uh, with families, whether it's your personal family business, you know, we're talking a lot about loans and lines of credit and things of that nature, but could be for your family-run business, right? If you have thought at all about a family-run business and the economic news, in fact, we'll have Carl Eggers on in a couple of minutes, but the economic news, if you watch it at all, Having a, a business of your own, whether it's a side hustle or it's a full-time business of your own, has never been more important. As we head into these uh, the, these economic times that are just around the corner, uh, having something else, another source of income, is very important. And they understand that at Amogee Bank, your family bank, your family business bank, and they understand how to get you set up in a family business and how you can be successful and help, help create the environment that you need for all that success, whether that's the information that you need to become a success and the money, the funding that you're going to need to become a success as well. Amogee is here for all of that to help you all along the way with more than 80 branch locations around as well. That's Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender.
1: Dave
0: Everybody at this time, Carl Eggers, creating com, joins me when we talk about stuff that's going on business-wise for your week to get your week started off right. And he's joining me now on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. What's the top of the charts for business news this week, Carl?
1: Well, you know, I think we might see a little pullback here, Trey. We've seen some pretty wild speculation lately. Um, I don't know if you've been following any of this, but, you know, the mean stocks are back, and, and when I say that, I'm not saying M-E-A-N. I'm saying M-E-M-E, the mean stocks. These were real popular by people that, um, you know, basically were bored at home during the pandemic. They started trading stocks that became this casino. And you had the Pelotons of the world and the Zooms and the Bed Bath & Beyonds. Well, they're back now, and these stocks have gone way up. A lot of them have crashed, but there's, the ones now are coming back. Uh, Bed Bath & Beyond last week went from $5 to 30 in just a few days. And now it's gone all the way back down to 10. And so, you know, when I see that, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because when I see that kind of speculation, that tells me that there's still some some issues in the stock market. So while we've had improvement, you know, we could see a pullback here as some of the speculation comes out of the market. Um, if you recall back to the dot-com bubble, you know, it didn't, it didn't end well for, for things like that. So good quality companies are still very reasonably priced and out there, but uh, some of these meme stocks are are going bonkers. I
0: have stuff. to ask you about that too. Is, is this one of those? Because I saw a story last week. Bed Bath and Beyond. This guy, twenty yeah. years old, um, and he's been investing since he was seven with his uncle, and his uncle's very very wealthy and investor now. And so he he's been you know playing the game. He put he bought I think five million dollars uh, worth of uh, Bed Bath and Beyond. And then cashed in last week for 110 million dollars, right? And he bought yeah. it 550. It ran up to 27 dollars, and that's when he uh, sold. That was last Wednesday. Made 110 million dollars. 20 year old guy. <laughs> so. Um, it, How do they do that? Are these guys on message boards or something, and they're purposefully running a stock price up like that and then buying it, buying it, buying it, and then, boom, get out right before it crashes, and they put hundreds of millions of dollars? I mean, what, what is the mechanism? How are they doing this?
1: Yeah, uh, Reddit, some of the other message boards, you know, back in the back in the day, it was, you know, when the Internet was brand new. These were very few and far between now. This is very, very popular, and so part of it was exactly what you said. They, they kind of this herd mentality, and it was like, let's stick it to the big guy. And this really started with – remember, some of these big hedge funds are short stocks, meaning they're betting against them. They think they're going to go bankrupt, and so they're betting against them. And so some of the people that actually believe in the company, the AMC, the Bed, Bath, and Beyond, they actually go, get in this group mentality and say, we're going to go buy the stock. Rarely has that worked, um, but it, had, it worked in, in twenty twenty in 2021 and here in 2022 so i would just be real careful for all of our listeners because again there's plenty of people you mentioned 27 dollars a share yeah there's plenty of people that bought it last week at 22 dollars a share it's at 11 dollars this morning yeah so that's more than half of your money so gone. So, so
0: how does that be really careful how does that affect the institutional investor that maybe has money market funds or whatever and they have you know somebody handling that for them or is that something that you guys in the business know to watch for and not buy off at 27 dollars a share i mean we're, how badly are 401ks getting hit by this kind of activity
1: well it does affect the market because it shows there's speculation but but that's the thing is that you know when these things run up like that anybody and stocks don't go up from five to 27 in just a few days that is highly abnormal so when we see that we're like, this thing's coming crashing down at some point. Because whoever did get in at five, guess what they're going to do? They're going to sell when he gets to 20, 25, 27. And that's exactly what happened. So this guy, there's a big activist named Ryan Cohen, who owned a bunch of Bed Bath & Beyond. He already said, I'm out. And so guess what? Now everybody says, well, he's out. Maybe I should get out. And the stock's just plummeting. So it's just that part of the market is just pure uh, speculation. And man, popcorn. and they could
0: destroy They could run them out of business that way could just shut well, them absolutely. down absolutely and yeah.
1: and there are there are talks that bed bath and beyond could could do that because their God. stock you know they they use the stock for for currency they use it for borrowing the absolutely company needs the stock price to go up and so it does it's the tail wagging the dog yeah for sure one other one other quick thing trey i saw credit card debt is now spiking the highest in 20 oh, sure. years so you and i have talked about how are people getting by? That's
0: how. That's the answer. Oh, That's sure. the answer. Well, they rated their, their, their savings. They used up all of their savings, and now they're you know running everything up on the credit cards to be able to pay for all the high-dollar food and high-dollar gasoline. You bet. All right, thank you, Carl. Carl Eggers with me every Monday at this time, com. Sean Ryman joins me next for Where and Ryman coming up, KTSA. The-